Box Out FM for the musically curious. What up New Delhi? What up India? It's your boy DJ Mo City live and direct from the HQ. We're gonna play some selection from Sidvashi's album. And we're gonna chat a bit. Fresh out the box. Talk about the show before tonight. And a few other things. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share it. Share it. Peace.
yeah, yeah. Yeah, why don't you come here, bro? Show them that nice shirt of yours. <laughs> what up, what up? Sid Vashi in the studio right about now, live from the headquarters. How you feeling today? Good, man. Excited for the show tonight. And, uh, you know, we've been working hard, uh, the whole team. And this is the last show of the tour. So, really excited to play and uh, excited to do, you know, a good show in Delhi. You guys arrived last night? Uh, yeah, I arrived last night. The rest of the band came this morning. You took the train or a flight? I took a flight, bro. A lot of people not take the train to travel for gigs. Uh, cause, I don't know, it tires you out more, right? Like, you're just tired. Uh, the first time Dage Bar ever like was like, yo, you're gonna play a gig in Delhi. I was like, alright, so am I taking a train, a bus, or what? And uh, I just assumed that was the way to go because when I was playing jazz and shit, we used to, um, we used to like travel in the subway with all our cymbals and all of our, like, just everything. Um, so I wasn't really used to flying for music, you know? I personally think flights are overrated. People should be taking the train and bus more often, <laughs> explore the country, carry more equipment. Yeah, you know, man. the casino. Next, <laughs> next time you're booked, I'm gonna make sure Tell your book, book you a train it's ticket. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna help us bring more artists down. But yeah, uh, on that note, uh, we're gonna do a little intro for the people who don't know. Uh, Sidvashi local producer currently living in bombay previously was in detroit and then moved back to india in 2008 for two years then you left for college yeah yeah yeah. so i went to college and then i was there for four years then i moved back um tried during those during those four years during those four years i played a lot of jazz um and i i had a band in college um we played like also like jazz influence let's say indie indie rock kind of stuff but uh nothing too serious i was focused on my studies and whatnot um then i moved back and i was just trying to plan the next step and decided that one i was going to go to med school but take a break you know um and then i got the opportunity to play some music so hill aurora shout out to so hill um gave me my like first gig really gave a lot of first gigs yeah man he's he's the guy the plug yeah he's the plug and um yeah, it went really well. I uh, signed on with OML, started playing some gigs, and decided to take a couple years to do this thing, you know? So we're here, 2017. Yeah. Uh, the first time I heard of you was in, uh, I would say, 2011. On Bandcamp, you had dropped something. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, that, that was the time I was leaving India, heading back to Iraq, and I was always lurking on Bandcamp. And I found you, but I didn't really know if you were based in India or where, but it had like an Indian name type. What was the title of that? Motherland, Motherland Tourism. So I wrote it. Um, I wrote a lot of the songs because I was feeling kind of strange. I moved to India and I was only there for two years and I moved back. And I didn't feel fully like American. I didn't feel Indian. I didn't feel anything. So when I came back to India, I felt like a tourist. And so that's what the, and that's kind of the, the philosophy behind the samples and stuff as well. It was trying to like show my experience with the samples. I grew up listening to a lot of Bollywood music and um, just tried to reinterpret it in things that sounded, you know, new and fresh to me at the time. Um, and that's, yeah, that's where it came about. I, uh, I just made it for myself. I was working on it with, uh, with my friend Soupy. He was just around, you know, we would record stuff, hang out. 
And uh, then he sent it to the Wild City, and I guess a couple of people in India started listening to it, and it it picked up a little bit. And so when I came here, I guess that's how like Sohail knew that I I made music and stuff, and uh, started playing some gigs. How has it been? Because at that time you were just making the beats and the music. I mean, literally yeah. just making beats. You yeah. know, now everything is so planned out. Everything is so like aligned. There's a lot of people involved. It's no longer just Sid Vashi and a yeah. computer. Now there's a whole team. There's a whole project. There's a whole kind of like a vision. How how does that feel for you? Um, it's incredibly gratifying. I mean, when you started off just making like making a cohesive project <laughs> yeah man like um, I didn't really have the intent to do something really evolved because I didn't really have those aspirations at the time so once I finally started you know taking things seriously I thought okay if I'm gonna make something and make a body of work let's make it cohesive let's have a visual identity behind it let's do you know live visuals let's make it thematic let's like create a world basically that you know people can immerse themselves into and that I could immerse myself into when I was making this stuff because um, I played a lot of genres I played a lot of styles in my life and I didn't really know how to narrow down on one so the process of just uh, going through different styles and trying to find a way to integrate all these styles into something that still feels like it's you know uh, a thought-out cohesive thing was was uh, was an exercise that I was like really happy to engage in, and I met Johnny Ganta, who really really helped me put this stuff together. I I broke my leg at a at a gig. <laughs> Wait, we'll get to that. We'll get. I think uh, the first time uh, you told me about the album was during NH7 Weekend or 2016. I guess yeah, last yeah, year yeah, was yeah. 2016. I made you it was in Pune, to, uh, uh, and you you seemed like pretty happy confident that like your sound has reached somewhere or like you kind of found more of a stronger identity for Sidvashi. That, that's what i kind of got when i heard it the first time and you were very like you know like yeah. you knew what you were trying to push yeah that, that i mean that gave me a lot of confidence to fuck with it and kind of go forward with like that. hearing everything and then you presented this audio visual package i mean or experience that you're working yeah. on how do you feel that the visual element has helped you tell a story and where how did you meet johnny yeah so uh the intent was to always do something with visuals when i think about music also i think very visually um i think about environments more so than like um actual sound you know i try to think about the sonics and what kind of stage the sonics are creating so i'd always wanted to do something with visuals um i hit up johnny because i really liked his work i saw a lot of it on instagram i met him through a friend and uh i broke my leg at a show uh shout out to instagram yeah shout out to instagram right like instagram is really cool oh yeah and um And so I, I had this gig and I broke my leg and I was in bed for six weeks and I was just losing my mind. I didn't know what to do. I knew I had to do something. Um, and I was feeling kind of um, bleak. My outlook was pretty bleak at the time. But then uh, once I healed, I decided I would start taking action. I called Johnny. I didn't really know him that well. And I was like, listen, man, I know you have an extra room in your house. Um, let me like come in, let me set up a studio and like let's make something together. And so he was in it from the get-go, like conceptualization. We would just sit in rooms, try a bunch of stuff. I would like be playing loops on end for hours. Um, Johnny's actually the, the voice on Ghost Don't Follow Me. Okay. Um, yeah, and so it was like one day we were just super in the zone 
and we had this like African loop running and I was like man just like hit me with some some spiritual shit this is this is the scene this is the the story that I'm thinking of right now like hit me and he was just in the zone and he delivered it so we've been working together for a while and the idea of a space themed opera I mean it's not like a new concept there's a lot of space operas that have been made you know like sure there's there's I can name like eight albums right now you know um but right now. <laughs> like right now yeah actually um but um i i started a space opera when i was first moving to india when i was like 15 and i was recording that because i was really scared about like going to a different country where i didn't know anyone so it felt like kind of going to an alien place and so i told johnny about this and he was like man that's like a cool idea let's try and like reinvent that thing so this doesn't really have the same theme, at least this album doesn't have the same conceptual theme that the space opera I was working on as a kid did, but it's still in the same space, and so we tried to create that world, you know, together. Some of the songs that are on the album, I've like Darling, yeah. I heard a version of it previously, and I think you sent it to yeah. me, I played it on Mo Telecast. Uh, was that like a project that you revisited and kind of touched up with the visuals like trying to align it with the whole album or was that always for the album kind of actually yeah darling was something that kind of worked for the album um in the sense that the album needed a love song and darling was that love song yeah. you know um but i made that song actually a really long time ago for a film that i was working on with a friend and uh, it was during like a really intimate scene and I wanted to make like a sort of, you know, lazy, happy, intimate scene. And then um, after that, that, that was like seven years ago, eight years ago. Yeah. It's and then project. it's real old. And then I wanted to update the Sonics. So then I made Darling 2.0, which had more of the kind of atmosphere that I was I was trying to create. And um, then for the album, I just wanted to fit with the rest of the stuff, so I had to mix it again. I had to give it more of the 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 feel so that it felt cohesive. Finesse. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of making it all fit into the project. Um, a lot of the songs, they're all, you know, I, I probably made like 30, 40 like ideas for this album and like these are the seven that came across because they seem to fit together in some way i mean it's still kind of all over the place but i think there is a cohesion um in the sound design in the narrative and the arc um that i really tried to work on we're gonna go ahead and listen to darling and also try to play the visuals if we get them yeah we got the visuals over there all right so we're gonna play it could work Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and play another track. Why, why? Then we'll talk about it in a second. Let the tunes flow for a minute. Thank you. 
yeah, yeah. So wicked visual uh, motion. What do you call this stuff? Um, we do a lot of. Uh, I would call it a mixture of collage and uh, in terms of the visual stuff uh, a lot of like found footage and things like that but um, a lot my approach to, to music and sampling has always been like taking samples from a bunch of different places and sound sources from a bunch of different places and putting it together so I kind of think of it as sound collage and so this sort of visual style I thought it was like a really good analog to what I do because you have all these different kinds of textures in one place and that's kind of what I try to do as well. When you were living abroad, yeah. you had the whole sample style. You yeah. know, you were picking up old school Indian beats yeah. or you were sampling that. That was kind of like you were home away from home. Yeah. Or I don't know if that's home or this is home. Yeah. But you're here in Bombay. You're yeah. in Bombay. And how, like, where does the, where does the album kind of, the inspiration for this album, where does it come from? Like the people, the city, in your mind? Yeah, I think it is. a lot of it is from me. Um, there's a lot of themes in this album and the story of the album that are pretty personal. Um, but sonically, like, there's a bunch of influences um, that come from all over the place, you know, like hip-hop, jazz, uh, Bollywood. Um, it's sort also like the, the the style of Bollywood music, you know, because Bollywood music was always set to, to visuals, like it was always a visual art Strong. form. Yeah, and so it always had to follow a certain thing. You'd have these random sections, and then the the whole songs, like the the hero and the heroine, would be in just like a random ass place suddenly, and then suddenly, and the music would fit that as well. So um, a lot of that that's always been an influence for me. Also, just playing a lot, you know, like being around other musicians getting music from a bunch of different people you know i have a lot of good friends who give me a lot of good music and um that's been a huge influence but thematically a lot of it is yeah really personal do you usually share the music while you're creating it with other people around you or do you prefer to keep the idea still they're finished so nobody else kind of influences you or subconsciously changes the way you're trying to produce um, I used to try and just show it to everyone. I used to just be like, yo, I made this thing. What do you think? And then I would get the feedback and then, you know, everyone would have different feedback. Everyone would like different things. With this album, I didn't show it to really anyone. I showed, there was like two people who were just like with me all the time so they would hear it. But I, I try not to show it to anyone because also the songs individually, if I were to show them to people, they didn't really make sense. Um, you know, people wouldn't really get a sense of what the whole project was like from, from one song. So keeping it all together and then putting it out all together was kind of fun because then they were like, okay, I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't expect that to happen. Like and playing with people's expectations, I don't like to, to show like what's going on beforehand, you know, because when it's, when it's a larger thing and there's a lot of factors at play, you kind of want to keep them all together instead of showing one and then coloring people's notion of what it will be or what it could be, you know? That's why we didn't even put out like singles too far in advance, sure. even though they were ready. How did you choose the collaborators? I'm sure that everybody pretty much around you in Bombay is an artist, producer, DJ, yeah. visual, like, you know, how did you, you have, tell us about your collaborators and then uh, we'll talk a bit more and play a song. Yeah. Um, so Soupy, I've just been making music forever. I like, we, I have so much of Soupy's voice on my computer, you know? So for Prey, it's actually like a session we did like four or five years ago, the vocals. And uh, I, I took them and I used them. <laughs> and, you know, Soupy and I are always recording stuff. Like we'll record something 
this week and it'll probably be useful in like three years but we'll still record it um divya is uh just a friend of mine and she was around like we were at my friend Saurabh nicholson's house and uh i, I worked there a lot and i was like hey you want to record some vocals you want to try some stuff out and she was down she gave me like some beautiful vocals for that um josh has just been a friend you know always and wow. he was in town yeah i love that guy man like he's he is a wild individual but that's why we love him um and uh we wrote this song together like uh i played him the beat and i was like man i really want you to sing on this and we came up with some stuff but i was like you know it wasn't the right field and i played it on piano and then he came up with this like great melody and we just we went with it we recorded it and that's where it was was the track recorded together or was it like online sending things back and forth um no i am <laughs> really controlling so like i got the the vocals like we recorded the vocals he was with me um like in in bandra and then he didn't really hear it until it was done you know but uh he trusts me and i trust him you know he sends me stuff now too to play on and um it's just it's really easy to work with him shout out to josh and the f-16s yeah uh yeah i guess these guys are pretty wild if you let them loose on a stage <laughs> we're just gonna play uh how, how do you pronounce it house house yeah. house that german steez or just like what does it mean um it was the sound the sound was it was called house um you know just it's because it's it's around a, the the theme is house, house or whatever but uh yeah i like the way that like house cuss was spelled so like i was just like yeah let's Good call dude. it house yeah shout out to all the hooligans in house cuss village yeah, we miss you. we're gonna play this one Oh, uh-huh. 
it's a wicked tune wicked video are these videos going to come up individually anywhere um we're gonna we're working on some actual videos these are mostly for the live set you know we want to keep it all like contained you know that's one experience and people come out and see that experience and then we'll do another thing i kind of like the idea of there being a like some degree of exclusivity to content where you see it there and that's where you see it then you won't see it again and then you'll see the next thing you know so if you missed it don't miss it come to <laughs> come to aro tonight uh yeah i mean it's people put a lot of work into the whole show and then you kind of you want to keep it intimate experience absolutely man i had a really great team um we had a bunch of visual designers we worked with uh, the big fat minimalist under with metta sumer metta helped us out in, in uh, bombay to set up the the live so we did a really like elaborate um setup in anti-social we completely changed that place we we like had like moon rocks and like plants everywhere and it, it looked really great yeah i saw the pictures like in the morning of the show varun yeah. patra sent it to me like right after i was like oh shit that looks tight it was it was great um and we want to do more stuff i mean bombay has kind of that home home field advantage you know where you can do these kind of big things and i was really inspired by spot in the box who they did a really great album launch um with uh like shadow play they had an actor they had like crazy visuals they really did up the whole environment and i thought that's a good thing to do i mean i think in the indian scene we got to like try and do new things all the time you know um and feed off of each other carry forward each other's ideas um and uh rohan from spunbacks actually plays in my band he's uh he's the keyboard and synth player and he's he's great um and viraj saxena also on drums we got like a full live band we translated all that break up the band tell us what's in the band so we've got uh we've got me i'm doing saxophone and vocals and some effects and stuff um we've got viraj on drums and we've got rohan um doing a lot of the synth work and a lot of the the harmony and it's just three of us right now um i think for the next set we're going to start to integrate uh bassist so you're technically playing everything live again you're not are there backing tracks on the there are some backing tracks i mean the thing with electronic music is you you need some degree of backing tracks but we did it um i guess we did the best we could to open it up and to still feel live like we embellish on stuff we improvise we have like uh you know extended solo sections we do a couple covers um so it does feel it, it is really live you know um but to get some of the textures there you like you can't necessarily make those textures live you know so we're playing those textures um through the computer but even that's being manipulated by me we're going to go into one more track from the album we're going to run ghost don't follow me come back for a quick chat and then we're going to head to the venue make sure everything is nice and easy for y'all to be
Quite a few DJs. Uh, I've seen quite a few DJs drop this in their sets, which is pretty good. Most recently, Ashish. Was it Ashish? I think Ashish or either Ashish or Arman. Yeah? <laughs> that demo life. Somebody's asking, uh, what's the story of the album name? So Azuma Kazuma comes from uh, Amantaneja. <laughs> Amantaneja. Well, Aman. Uh, Azuma Kazuma comes from this uh, anime that I I don't I, I don't watch anime, but I, I, I watched this anime uh, called Yakitate Japan, and uh, it's about this kid who wants to make bread, and uh, 
you know i don't want to give it out away too much i think once you like watch the first episode it becomes really clear like why it's called azuma kazuma um also in the narrative of the or- story <laughs> if you get the first edition of the zine yeah. there's a little story yeah. we haven't published that anywhere but yeah yeah that's true is there um but the the name also in the in the narrative arc of the story the azuma kazuma is the name of the ship that the hero uses to uh basically get back home we're gonna wrap up the album talk uh what's next uh for sid vashi you got uh just tell us let us know what's good what are you working on uh i got a couple of projects going i'm producing for some other people for a singer um i'll release more information girl about guy. that a girl oh, a girl singer shit. yeah so something i've been wanting to do Delhi for a while. Bombay. yeah it's gonna be sick and um i'm working on uh some remixes i got i've been making a bunch of remixes like ever since i broke my leg i was making like one or two remixes like every week so i'll probably put those out in some order and then uh you know working on the next album i guess uh if you want to holla sidvashi's online as sidvashi at sidvashi Hit him up with ideas. Everybody's yeah. open to collab. You know, this is a call to, yeah, let us know what you're doing, how we can do it together. Uh, talking about collab, uh, Sid Vashi is going to play us some tracks from friends. What are you playing for us? So uh, when I was in Boston, I used to produce like me and these two other friends of mine used to produce. And I always felt like they were way better than me. You know, like I really was inspired by them a lot. Um, and they make some crazy music. Uh, one of my friends, Andrew Crosentino, he's out of New York. Um, he signed to a label there. He just puts out uh, really interesting albums. And uh, my other friend, Johnny Flood, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but uh, he's one of the best producers I've ever known. He makes everything in GarageBand, which uh, continuously blows my mind. And um, yeah, these guys just really inspired me a lot and they continue to inspire me there with their music. So I just wanted to play some of their music out. Which one are we gonna play? Um, let's start with Um, just cause it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's crazy.
yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to the sound engineer. We love you. Damn, that was weird. Andrew's music is a little weird. Um, he's mellowed out now. Like his newer stuff is a lot. This is the mellowed out. No, th- no, this is this is the kind of radical stuff. Um, but he's he's one of the most talented producers I know. Yeah, he's just his mind goes to places that I don't even understand. Um, this other track is by my friend Johnny Flood. He makes everything in GarageBand, which I think is crazy. Um, it's beautiful music. Detroit. Uh, he's from Vermont. Yeah, I met him in Boston. Shout out to Delhi Sultanate. I see you on the timeline. Best of luck for the European tour. Shout out to the whole Sky Avengers heading on that big tour. So yeah, two selections, uh, dope. What's I mean? Yeah, I guess wrap it up, say goodbyes, and uh, well, uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Make sure you go now and download the album from Bandcamp or SoundCloud. Listen to it. So you have an idea of what the story you're trying to tell tonight. If you haven't, it's all good. You can do it now. You got time. If you don't do it tonight, do it tomorrow or day after. But make sure you check out the music because that's what it's about. Yes, please.
All right, thanks so much, everybody.